What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Westwood One podcast that comes out every Wednesday, titled The Ross Report, found wherever podcasts are available. And Jim Ross joins us live on Open Mic right now. How are you doing, Jim? I'm good, Brandon. How are you doing today? Doing well. Uh, when are you coming back to Orlando? We miss you down here. Oh, uh, probably when the weather cools off. See, I'm just... That's a cool zone in Oklahoma right now. It's only going to be like 104 or 5. He did next to that 110, so... I'll let it warm up down there, so I'm used to it. Yeah, now that, that that makes sense. Before we get too deep, <laughs> before we get too deep into things, Jim, tell us about what you have coming up on your podcast or any recent shows that people need to go check out. Well, like the show that's up right now, and they're all free, and they're worth exactly what you pay for them. Uh, they're all free, and this week I have, or right now I have Josh Barnett, and I uh, chop up our uh, experience. At the Cow Palace with New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access TV. Uh, tomorrow, I'm recording uh, John Hennigan, who is going to be very busy doing a variety of things, a variety of events, anniversary, uh, the uh, Who Shot JR show in, uh, at South Fork Ranch in, in Dallas, and in, in, in MLW. So he's really busy. And then next week, I have Chris Jericho jumping on. So good guests. Uh, we have fun with them, and we don't, you know, it's not a confrontational, you know, Brandon, you've heard it many times. Sure. It's a conversation, and we hope to think, you know, without breaking our arm and patting ourselves on the back, that it's a, uh, you know, a uh, entertaining and informative conversation. You had a show years ago uh, in Atlanta, a radio show. Can you talk on how different, the format is from you talk about how conversational a podcast is where you just you're just sort of sitting back with a buddy and it's almost just like somebody's peeking in to a, a private conversation as opposed to what we're doing right now what you did in Atlanta many years ago where you've got much smaller time constraints well i uh it's it's a lot it was very stru- more structured back then because you had to go off your clock get your breaks uh, it was driven by callers. WSB Radio was the was my uh, partner at that time, and uh, it was in 37 states at night. They had this great signal, you know, and it was really uh, we didn't know what we had. It was one of the, I guess it was kind of like one of the, one of the first podcasts in that respect. We were on every Sunday night at nine o'clock Eastern, and it got a hell of an audience. And we got more calls in their caller register than the uh, Georgia Bulldog Coaches Show that preceded us. So. Uh, uh, it's it was a, it's just a different deal. This I like the fact that I don't have the restraints. I can let a word slip here and there uh, if necessary, or it just comes out organically. Uh, it's a difference. In, it's a whole difference. Uh, it's like wrestling fans now. They're they're, they're a changed. They're a changed group. And if you don't understand that, 
and try to figure out what they're thinking or why they're thinking, what they're thinking, whatever, then you have, uh, you know, it's just, it's just challenging. So uh, I, I, I like the transition. I like the podcasting. I like doing audio. So I've got a face for it for sure. No question about it. You're a beautiful man, Jim. <laughs> Hulk Hogan was reinstated to the WWE Hall of Fame after th- three years of essentially being blackballed from the company and wiped from their history to some degree. You couldn't buy his stuff online. How do you feel about the whole situation now that the WWE and Hulk Hogan have reconciled? Well, I, I don't feel badly about it whatsoever. I know some people are critical of it because of the reason that he was uh, suspended or whatever you want to call it, whatever it was, kind of an unprecedented scenario. But I'm not shocked that he's been reinstated. Uh, and I'm not I'm not upset that he's been reinstated. Uh, I, I don't know how long... I'm not a I'm not a judge or a, in the judicial system. I don't know how long he penalized somebody for making a really stupid mistake, uh, and I, I can't say it's a victimless crime because there were victims that were very hurt by his remarks, racially fired remarks. So uh, I'm 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 thinking he paid his price, and and here he is. Yeah, I I don't see anything wrong with it. Quite frankly, I don't know how he's going to be used. I don't know what's going to happen with him. Uh, I can't see him wrestling again. He's 65, uh, so I don't. I don't know, uh, Brandon. I think that it's a a good move, but it's not going to be received unanimously by everybody because of the uh, uh, you know the, the inflammatory nature of his remarks. Well, there's no question about it. I mean, what he said was disgraceful. It was. Um... You know, certainly nothing that, that that anybody should have any level of respect for. However, and this has been my contention on their handling of it from the beginning, and maybe everybody's different, Jim. For me, I can separate Terry Balea from Hulk Hogan, the character. And in, and in my mind, as somebody who grew up watching this product, Hulk Hogan is not the one that said those things. Terry Balea said those things. Hulk Hogan, the character is in the Hall of Fame. And that's where you get into this weird gray area of professional wrestling that I never thought he should have been stripped of any Hall of Fame status. You can't have a WWE Hall of Fame without the greatest performer of all time as far as just what he did for that company. You make good points, Brandon. Very good points. Like I said, it's kind of an unprecedented deal. I don't know how you can compare it to what happened before because things like this really haven't occurred obviously at this level before, but uh, he did a lot of due diligence. He did a lot of uh, in-kind work. He's, he's changed his life a great deal, it seems to me like. You know, I'm not friends with Hulk. Uh, we know each other. We're not enemies by any stretch. Uh, so I don't, I say that we're not friends deal in, in this respect of we don't communicate regularly whatsoever. And there's no agenda. Just, you know, I never worked with him that much. Uh, and but I believe that, like you do, you can't have a WWE Hall of Fame without Hulk Hogan uh, whatsoever. Uh, but the same can be said. People say, "Well, what about this guy? What about that guy?" Yeah, he's probably got a good point. You can't put everybody in all at once. And, and I think the thing that WWE tries to do is, is to balance out the pos- uh, posthumous uh, uh, inductees from those that can be there in person. So uh, it's, there's a lot of controversy about any Hall of Fame. It's so subjective. 
I'm a member of three of them. So, uh, and I, I don't tell anybody that at the grocery store. I just go in and buy my groceries, reach in my pocket and pay my bill. Uh, so, because being in the Hall of Fame doesn't buy your groceries. Wrestling broadcasting legend Jim Ross joining us. It looks like the WWE is setting up for a Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley SummerSlam main event. I know that you guys, you well, you in particular have always been a fan of matches that have a sports-like feel to it. That's how you call matches. And this match is one that I'm sure the WWE, uh, WWE would have loved to have put on probably 10 years ago. But correct me if I'm wrong, their paths never really crossed in their mid-2000s run, right? Right, you're right, yeah. And and it is, a, you know, you look at it on paper, you look at their 8 by 10s it's easy to see that this is a match made in box office heaven. I, I don't like the way that, of course I don't like it. I don't agree with how Bobby Lashley's been built uh, since he's returned to WWE. I think a better job of his uh, re-entry into the brand could have been done. He's a very talented guy. I don't like the fact that his his MMA uh, background has not been uh, underscored more than it has. You know, he's not some you know uh, you know ham and egger in the in the in the cage or in the octagon. So I, I think it's an interesting match. But many don't know the, the booking has been so unpredictable, and and I say that in, and that in a good way that it's hard to say who's going to win next week in Cincinnati between. Reigns and uh, and Lashley, but I, it, it, either one is going to make a very combustible uh, element, bring a combustible element with them uh, on on uh, SummerSlam. Yeah, I, look, I know that this can be dangerous. So I'm going to play armchair Booker here and uh, and get my my wrestling uh, critique hat and put it on. And <laughs> All right. I, this this drives me crazy because I, I'm an attention to detail guy. I believe that you are the same way, Jim. Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley, they squared off at the last pay-per-view just a couple of nights ago at Extreme Rules. Bobby Lashley won, and now you've got a match. They've got a, they're wrestling again on Monday. What's the point of that? I mean, outside of – I get that you're filling TV time, but to me, that's, that, it, when that's the reason that you're putting on a match, you're not doing your fans any type of, of service. And to, and to me, there's a lack of detail there. Am I over-criticizing this? Oh, I, I look, it's your opinion, Brandon, so you're not really over-criticizing anything when you're just sharing your opinion. That's what a lot of wrestling fans today, especially the, the uh, uh, I don't know, you know, the Internet fans, the you know, whatever you want to call it, whatever derogatory term that the old-timers like me like to use. I don't like to use them, but nonetheless, uh, I don't think you're being overreactive at all. I just think that the natural course of business is that uh, the way Kurt, you know, there's a lot of ways to create uh, – the opponent for Lesnar at SummerSlam, but you ha- you're, you have a time issue that is concerning, and so they did the, everything was basically done. It's going to be done in, in two Monday nights. In eight days, you're going to have our week. You're going to have all your uh, your your, uh, your candidates. You're going to have your match. So, and Lashley should be considered for that match without question. Uh, again, he came. He he had a cold start, which took set him back a little bit. Uh, and I don't, I don't, like I said, I didn't agree with that. Lesnar and Lashley is a really cool-looking match. But then, you know, Reigns has become such this crazy wild card. He's, uh, he's a heel, uh, a villain, an antagonist that hasn't been recognized as such. He hasn't been labeled that. But, boy, I'll tell you, uh, from watching wrestling, and, and we could all over, well, we could all be on our chair, Booker's, myself included, 
You know, it's very, very difficult these days, Brandon, being a heel in pro wrestling. Because uh, a lot of guys are more concerned about being cool uh, and about selling merch. And, and, and they don't really want to be totally disliked. They want to be a little bit disliked. And these are villains that make us laugh sometimes and are vignettes and things along those lines. And I, I've always said that any time a villain is entertaining and to make me laugh, I have a hard time uh, disliking that person. Right. Yeah. I want to end on this, Jim. Uh, you know UCF's new head coach, Josh Heupel, pretty well from his time as the offensive coordinator at Oklahoma. You're a big OU guy. Can you give our audience an idea of what kind of coach they're getting in Josh Heupel? Well, uh, Josh is, first of all, a great guy, good family man. Uh, there'll be no uh, domestic issues. There'll be no DWIs or anything stupid. He's a very bright kid. Uh, his dad is a coach, uh, Ken. He's a hell of a football guy, too. So, Josh, the acre did not fall apart from the tree. So, you're getting a son of a coach who came to Oklahoma as a junior college uh, transfer and uh, in 2000 led the team to the national championship. He should have won the Heisman Trophy. Chris Winkie won it, and then uh, the Senators used that as motivation to beat Florida State in the uh, in the national championship game in 2000. I remember that game very well. I stood on the sideline uh, with Leroy Selman the entire second half, and I thought I was in heaven, football heaven. <laughs> I always thought Leroy Selman was like, you know, he was it. He was the guy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, but he's an honorable guy. He's got a good football mind. Uh, he'll, he's, uh, he's, he'll have this one. Uh, and I, so I, I think the, I think the fans there are going to love Josh. Uh, you know, is he really, really outgoing? And is he, not really, but he's not unfriendly. He's just not. He ain't Barry Switzer. Right. You know, yeah. No, that's been like my experience Bob. with him so far. Yeah, he's not. He's a lot like Bob of Stoops, and a little bit more like Lincoln of Riley. Uh, they're just they let their their game do their talking and and. Uh, they they do a lot of things behind closed doors because they want to keep things private and and in per, and you know not on a public level. So I, that's kind of how I find Josh. He's a good guy. He's really a good guy. So happy that he got that gig, uh, you know. And he was uh, he did a nice job for Oklahoma without a doubt. It's just you know he needed to move on to get where he is today because I don't know that uh, you know I don't know that he would ever been in contention for the OU job on the path that he was on then. But now he's a, a, in a great school that has a, some football tradition. Lately building it, good, that's good. So I think you'll like him down there. I really do. He'll recruit well. He's cerebral. He's organized. Uh, and he has a lot of character. So, man, those are all good qualities to help you build a, a long-standing foundation for a great college football program. Catch Jim Ross on the Ross Report found on uh, wherever podcasts are available. His Westwood One podcast comes out every Wednesday, so that's tomorrow. A new one will drop. Also, Jim has a book out called Slobberknocker, My Life in Wrestling, so go check that out as well. Thank you so much, uh, JR. We'll, we'll definitely catch up soon. Look forward to it, Brandon. Take care of yourself. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. 
Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 